Hi there, and welcome back to the Meredith Page podcast. Now, if you're struggling to create content for your marketing channels within your small business because you feel like it's all already been said and done, then this episode is perfect for you. Here, we're going to cover how reviewing your own social media space can show you the difference between what you're seeing as opposed to your audience why connecting back with your big why as well as your ideal customer are the critical first steps towards originality and how looking back over your own experience and the unique events that brought you here gives you an insight into that originality and how you can express it in your marketing content. That and so much more. We're getting a little bit woo-woo in this one, but I guarantee there's some practical steps you can take to take action out the other side. Ready? Let's jump in. Running a small business while raising small humans in a small town is tough, but it's the kind of tough we chose. Why? Because it allows us to reach bigger financial goals whilst also having the freedom to prioritize things on our terms. So how do we make sure it stays that way? How do we make sure that the businesses we build continue to set us free rather than becoming something we're enslaved by? Well, that's exactly what I'm using this podcast to find out. I'm Meredith Page. As well as being a wife and a mum, I'm a marketing strategist from regional Australia. I'm connecting with the small town entrepreneurs from right across the country. I want to know how they make it work, raising a family and running ethical businesses whilst maintaining mental well-being and healthy boundaries. And every now and then, I'll throw in something I've figured out too. This is the Meredith Page Podcast. So when you sit down in front of your computer to create some marketing content, your social media posts typically, do you find yourself kind of stalling because you feel like everything you want to say has already been said? Like, do you feel like you're not bringing anything new to the table because you feel like you can kind of see everything you want to say already out there? And so you fall into this trap of thinking, well, what can I add to the conversation? Like, people can find this information anywhere. Why the heck do they want to hear it from me? Well... I was working with a client recently, we're kind of brainstorming some content for her, and she had this exact same problem. She sort of said, look, I feel like I just hit this mental block when I'm trying to do stuff for social media, like Instagram, Facebook, because I feel like I kind of see it everywhere. Like, it feels like, and she's kind of like in the health and wellness space, which has seen a big explosion, especially in the last couple of years. And so she's like, I feel like everyone's already out there saying it, you know, like... I feel like, like what, what more can I bring to the table? So I want to tell you guys what I told her. Real culmination of our own life experiences, our perspectives, and our own kind of reasons for doing this. And so when you connect that with those you're best suited to serve, yes, the broader thing you might be saying might be similar to what's out there, but your reasons for saying it and the way you're going to frame it for those you're speaking to will be unique. That's a very unique flavor of content communication. So let's just kind of walk through how you can achieve that in your content. So first thing I want you to consider is just stop and pause with that thought of what am I going to add here? And just be mindful of the fact you may have actually created a bit of a content bubble for yourself. Now let me explain what that is. So you probably, um, if you're a business owner, have followed similar business owners on, say, Instagram. That's my main platform of choice. 
because you might be kind of interested in what they're doing, interested in following their trajectory, um, curious about how they're doing it, see if there's any kind of really good techniques you can replicate. So inadvertently, a lot of the people on Instagram, in this example, um, you might be following may in fact be all in your niche. And so, and then you're obviously going to get the algorithm, algorithm is going to suggest similar creators to those people because, hey, they've seen that these accounts can keep you on the app. Here's some more app accounts exactly like it. Hopefully you can hang out at Instagram a bit longer. We can spam you with some ads and scrape your data and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, so <clears throat> you may find that your social media bubble is all people that are similar to you. So with that said, Bear in mind that not everyone follows the same people that you do. There are a squillion, I don't even know if that's a number, there are a squillion like accounts out there on Instagram. And so the likelihood of them follow in your ideal customers following all the exact same accounts that you are and seeing the sheer volume of similar content that you're seeing is pretty unlikely. And look, there's nothing also to say that you can't share content from other people whom you admire on your platform if you think that content is valuable. Like there's a couple of um, business coaches, marketing experts that I follow on Instagram. And when I feel like they've um, phrased something in a really good way that I feel like it really hit home with my audience, I share it on my platform. And I share it as like a direct share, like when you can hit the paper airplane thing, I should know the technical name for these more than what I do, whatever. Um, you hit the paper airplane thing and you can share it. And so they, you know, they get full credit. It's the whole post gets shared onto your, onto your, um, stories or wherever, um, you know, their account handles there. So like full credit where it's due. Um, and I think what that does to your audience is it shows that you're actively learning and actively listening to other people. You're not seeing yourself as the sole source of truth. Um, so if anything, if you're sharing the content of other people whom you respect, it shows your audience that you're constantly trying to fill up your skill set and you'll fill up your cup with knowledge from other people. Like something that after working with business coaches personally, I feel like my biggest rule of thumb with working with someone like that is I don't want to be learning off someone who also isn't learning off someone. Like I don't want to be learning off someone who thinks who has like a holier than thou attitude towards what they now know. And it's like, nope, this is the extent of my knowledge. I go no further. My cup is full. You don't want to be learning off someone like that. That mentality is dangerous, frankly. So if you can find evidence of the people you follow are also continually learning, it's a good thing. So don't sweat it too much. Feel free to share the content of people that you enjoy following too. So just first and foremost, be mindful if you've created a content bubble for yourself. Remember that not everyone can see what you can see, okay? So second thing here is kind of get really clear on your big why, okay? And that's, and like, that can be really tricky, say if you're a tradesperson or something, and it's like, the only reason I'm doing this for myself is because I wanted to take out the middleman. There is a why there somewhere. You just have to go looking for it. Um, because I was being doing what I'm doing, web design, it would be very, it would have been very easy for me to say the same thing. Oh, I just want to, you know, the flexibility of working for myself and working from home and working from a laptop. And, you know, it's, that's, that was my big why initially. I'm a one adaptable sort of income streams that I could have around a family. But then the more I started thinking about the people I was working with, what really brought me joy in my work was giving business owners autonomy and control over their marketing platforms. So I found I was kind of um, picking up after a lot of businesses who'd had websites built by the people, 
didn't have the confidence or the knowledge or the skills or the tools um, to use them. They were kind of locked up and inaccessible. Um, I've kind of shared my story a few times on this platform, but I got really sick of business owners having had invested in a website um, that then no longer served them and if anything became a hint, a very expensive hindrance to their business because they couldn't access it, they couldn't edit it, they couldn't update it if they'd introduced a new component to their business. There was no way of using that website as like a catch-all for potential customers and funneling it towards like sales calls or quote forms or it just wasn't wasn't serving the businesses and it frustrated the crap baller out of me because like these guys investing in a website for them is a really big deal and so for them to invest in a website that doesn't even serve their business frustrating as all hell so that kind of became my big why is giving the mum and dad businesses out there because they're the ones that yeah paying for a website is a big deal um so if they're going to get a website it's got to work for their business and they've got to have the confidence to use it so they can grow the business they need to create the life that they want because these are also the sorts of people that will coach footy teams and run barbecues at clubs and volunteer and donate like these are the highest caliber people in my mind so they need a website that's going to help their business run as efficiently as and effectively and successfully as possible so they can keep tipping all this good energy into their communities now everything i've just said over the last couple of minutes is pretty intense for someone who is a web designer yeah so this is where the power of your why becomes so important in your content because this is what bubbles up to the top when we're talking and when we're sort of communicating. So which brings me kind of to point three. You've got to then bounce off your why when you're creating content because it gives your why greater context. So I could sit here and say, I really love Squarespace. It's a fantastic platform, really user-friendly, which is true. But when I connect it to my why, it makes even more of an impact with those I'm dedicated to serve. So it is a really user-friendly platform, which is great for time-poor small business owners who just need to be able to jump in, update their website, not have to wait for a callback, not have to submit a job ticket. They can just do it. Um, because you're probably, as a small business owner, you're probably working on your own business at 11, 12 o'clock at night, um, in between like serving customers. And you can't, you can't afford to try and line up a ticket or a service call with someone. You've got to just better jump in, do it, then do the next thing. So that's why having a user-friendly website is so important because it can adapt to what a small business owner's life really looks like. So see how I've connected the true part of the content, the fact that I use Squarespace. It's a really user-friendly friendly platform. But I made a really strong connection to my big why. Um, so that is going to land and be a lot more profound to the unique kind of person I'm dedicated to serve. Um, and so again, coming back to that first point about is everyone seeing everything I'm seeing? Think about it from the context of if you're watching this, you're probably one of the people I'm best suited to serve. You're probably a very like a micro business or a small business looking for the quickest, slickest way to get a website up and running, but in a way that serves you. And you probably have um, probably got a young family as well. Typically, not all the time, but typically you've got a young, young, or you know, your kids. You've got a full plate, basically. How many website designers and marketing strategists are you following on Instagram that specialize in regional and rural businesses, specialize in micro and small businesses like your mum and dad set up, and uniquely position their content and their solutions as a way to give you back time, knowing full well how much you actually have on your plate? 
Not many people are talking like that, let alone the chances of you following another website designer and marketing strategist talking like that are very, very slim. So see how when you connect it to your why, it becomes a lot easier to plant your flag and be unique online and unique in the way you create content. So bounce off your why. Get really clear on your why, bounce off it in your content. This is a good idea because insert connection to the why. Um, like say you're a farmer and you really believe in um, like sustainable farming solutions. So it's like, you know, this is, a you know, talking about a particular feed that you give your cattle. Um, you might be sort of talk, doing a bit of content around that. This is the kind of feed that we use because we believe in sustainable farming solutions. And so you're talking to that crowd that want to engage with local, their local farmer, but also want to make sure that farmer is doing due diligence by sustainable practices. So connecting it to your why is a great way of getting more unique online. Um, and which kind of really nicely slides into the next point, um, getting back to your ideal client. So like I said, I serve your regional and rural businesses, typically a small mum and dad set up, or they might be a little bit bigger. Um, I also work with a couple of large, like long-term family businesses in regional towns. Um, but the ethics and the mindset are the same. They're still very connected to the customer experience. They still, um, they still know what it's like and what the customer's going through. They're not so disconnected from that, that it's all like facts and figures for them. So they still want to make sure they're delivering a good customer experience. Um, like I said, regional, rural, um, there's certain challenges and certain opportunities that come with that. Um, and you're just dealing with a, like a specific class of person. So, and also again, it's the, I'm also like running a soccer team, coaching a netball team. I'm running the canteen or the barbecue. Like they're very, the minute they've got a scrap of energy left, they'll tip it into something else like a community organization. Um, so because I have such a clear idea of who it is that I'm serving, Again, I can really tailor my content to speaking to their unique problems, their unique situation, show that I really understand what it is they're going through and that I'm here to help and I've actually gone out of my way to craft my solutions to match their specific needs. Um, and people always freak out about going niche and going specific. It's the, oh, I'd work with anyone. Um, you, you probably would. Would you want to? Or do you have people that you prefer to work with? Do you have people that are your people? And if you could fill your day with them, you'd be happy as. Get really clear on those people. And then you'll actually find that because people have this scarcity mindset around clients when it comes to becoming niche. It's like, oh, but if I get too niche, I'm not speaking to as many people. You know, like I've got to, if I want to make money, I've got to speak to more people. Not necessarily. Think about it this way. And this is when it's really good to get financially savvy on your business as well. Thinking about what you need to make every week or every month, whatever kind of cycle you work on. And then working backwards from that as to, okay, well, if that's my target when I've factored in all my expenses, running costs, the margins I want to make, if that's my target financially, what does that look like in the terms of the number of customers I need to serve in order to make that work? Work backwards from that. And you may actually be surprised at how few people you need to make that target work. So if you're hesitating around the idea of getting niche, do that exercise and it may just give you a bit of confidence to go, you know what, I don't, I was caught up in this, I need to connect with a thousand people mindset. Can I realistically serve a thousand people? If a thousand people wanted a quote tomorrow, could I even generate the quotes that that would require, let alone do the work? Probably not. Like, so do that exercise. Think about what do I actually need financially to make for all this all to make sense? And how many customers does that actually look like? And that might give you the confidence to go niche. And 
just to bring it home guys remember that you are unique even in an established industry like website designers are a dime a dozen so are people that can do social media and marketing strategy and all that but the more specific you get on who you serve the unique way you do it and the re unique reasons why you do it the more original your content will become but again don't be afraid to share the content of people whom you respect or whom you follow whose message you would like to perpetuate and you also wouldn't mind if your customers followed them like if they can help educate your customers and make your customers in better prepared to work with you when they're ready to press go that's a good thing so if you can be exposing your, your customers to other accounts who are saying the same thing as you it only goes somewhere to validating what you're saying because it's like hey i'm not alone here this account this account and this account we're all saying the same thing we're all doing pretty good at it so can't you know it's not just me out here um and yeah it's also about preparing them to work with you what do they need to know see do understand before they work with you that's the kind of content we can be creating um really hope this helps you guys if you're sort of sitting there at your computer or your phone with a bit of a mental block about your content remember that who you serve how you do it and why you do it is so unique and the more you zero in on that the better it's going to be I'd love to see what you guys come up with. If this has inspired you to create some content, please put it out there, tag me in the comments or tag me in. I'd love to see what you come up with. 